Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder, Treason, No Plots. I am your DM and host, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello. Hello! Yo, yo, yo! Hello! Good to see you all again in our virtual table. Indeed. Yes, Bunkle's not got his webcam on today, actually. Because ah, he's not on his own. Oh, the laptop, on his laptop. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I can't yes. hate his smug, smiling face. Yeah, when, it, when he's getting really satisfied with himself about something that's really shit for the he rest of us. He needs to stop touching himself, doesn't he? But it was also my smug, smiling face that you didn't like. It mo- mo- oh. she, she doesn't like smug, smiling faces generally. That's why she punches me most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why she absolutely hates a, 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 a friend of ours as well. Yeah, and he's mentioned. <laughs> Mister. Um, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't uh-huh. listen. I can fuck. see Bunkle now, so you know. There he is! Yay! He's in his cricket top. I am, I am. Jesus nice one. Christ. Yeah. It well, is we're yellow. not streaming, so no one else can see you. So it's just uh, no, no. after echoes of a pod. But we can. Yeah. But yes, yeah. Nice one. I don't mind being on camera. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone needs to see my shit-eating grin. <laughs> yes, that's very true. <laughs> we can all hate on yeah. you. Um... To be fair, I do like that you'll get to see the look on my face when you do something that I was hoping you'd do, and it's terrible. Oh, yeah. It's my favourite reaction. <laughs> like like last episode. Yeah. yeah. That's a good segue, isn't it? So, yeah. reprising your roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landry, our fighter cleric, and Mr. Dick Fate. A half-orc barbarian. And yeah, last episode, you continued your fun scrying to basically try to learn as much as possible before you set off from this place. You know, actually going on with some knowledge of what's going on in the world. And you learned a few things. You learned that David is surrounded by vampires, possibly in Teatrus, or at least somewhere maybe near there. You learned that... Um, the Crimson Tongue is watching uh, Kurt tune up the band and might have something horrifying uh, watching over her shoulder. That's not fun. And uh, who's the other person you spied on? Anseer. Ah, Anseer, yes. You uh, got to see him, you know, in a restful bit of peace, which was nice. You also convinced Vathrun to uh, maybe do this for you guys in the future as well, so you're going to leave behind a uh, sending stone here just to... You know, check in with the man. Seems seems like a smart move. Seems like something that we, you know, a bit of bit of foresight that perhaps we don't normally have on this pod. That's true. Oh, you also um, you checked in on Steve too. Who seems to be basically a walking rage demon murdering druids. So that was fun. Still a dick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what were we, what were we expecting really? Um, <laughs> but yes, it also doesn't doesn't bode too well for another one of the planes. Yes, and um, Dick, with his increased intelligence, uh, managed to piece a few things together last session that uh, it's not good, possibly worse than you thought. I mean, the the, the concept that Dick thought before last episode is um, quite a new one, really. Mm. More of a reactory guy, really. (laughs) Yeah, well, his first thought with his new brain, and it was a good one. (laughs) I guess, I mean... That's that's what happened, and I suppose we can pretty much jump straight back in here. So, we're still in the treasury, you guys have just finished another round of scrying, and you're all waking up from a stun that left you guys basically drowning in madness for a moment as you reached out to touch the entity that's inside the Crimson Tongue's head. You're not quite certain what that was, but it was horrifying. And, uh, yeah, shaking that off, let's go back to the room. Uh, let's uh, never do that again. Yeah, let's not. Did we say that after um, after uh, we did it to um, Kurt Van Helsing, and something equally shitty happened to us? Yeah, well, we don't learn from anything. No, true. Well, since uh, I have a slight slight advantage in these things over you guys, Dick uh, thinks that's a job well done. Because Dick now knows what we are dealing with. Ah, uh, yeah, the uh, whispery man calling chaos, right? Yes, but he now knows who he's dealing with. Uh, bunch of fucking chances. He's dealing with 
the ultimate warrior that is Dick Fate. Okay, so, uh, yeah, okay, so he increased the intelligence, but uh, didn't decrease the uh, sense of self-worth then. No. I mean, he is dealing with the agents of Hobo, but again... He is dealing with the agents of Hobo, yeah. Not helpful. Uh, I mean, it's pretty helpful for us. I mean, I mean, you know, we're pretty fucking handy. Give us some credit. We we, we should not have got this far. We've <laughs> 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 right. only lost one character. <laughs> yeah, by rights, we should not have got this far, being as dumb as we are. Well, technically, have we not lost two and a th- half th- characters? Three, three. Um, we've lost. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, tough. I didn't count tough. But oh, yeah, no, that was a different world. Different world. Well, di- not different world. Different. Uh, I suppose. You, 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 you would counter, Mister Fate. I really <laughs> yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I would counter. So, Rogar, uh, Rogar, and uh, Yep. Ha- well, let's let's call Handrel. it Handrel. Handrel, we're on we're on four and a half. Oh, Handrel! Shit! Should we find out where Handrel is at? Uh, I think that might also lead us into the Whispering Man. I think we know where Handrel's at because oh, I met yeah. him recently. <laughs> we had a bit of a chat. He's still sound. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but he's he's obviously not in a great place. But you know, we had a, had a proper decent chat with him, so I'm I'm not too fussed about checking on him. And I don't really want to risk. Um, the Whispering Man popping back in and saying, just fuck off already. Um, slightly more um, scarily. Does anyone know anyone who is in the bubble? Uh, yeah, Cobblestone. Should we not find out how things are going down under there? Well, that's, Since, yeah. Um, you know, big bubble. It doesn't that... know much about in the bubble, but knows it's a big bubble. Yeah, that, yeah don't worry, son. We, uh, we've got a list. He's on there. Cobblestone. There is a list. Yeah. I said it once, I'll say it again. You have too many friends. Like I say, Cobblestone, yeah, it's a Cobblestone's fair as a friend. But, I mean, I, I know you've only got one, mate. Um, but, you know, some of us have got right, at least Cobblestone, three. Cobblestone, right. Then Rogar. Dick has two friends. Do we want to see Morinhol? Who's your other friend, apart from me? Then Dick has three friends if you are Dick's friend. Yeah, <laughs> we're mates. I, I, I'll punch you in the shoulder. <laughs> Who's the other one? Dick has Montel. Dick has now you, and Dick has what is left of Kurt Van Helsing. <laughs> we, 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 did I ever tell you when we jammed? <laughs> Dick's going to get out of his triangle. Uh, I, I, I think you did, yeah. Before we scroll on him. All right, let's, let's scroll on Cobblestone then. Old Cobblestone, presuming, of course, he is still alive. Yeah, Dick is famous, you know. But of all the people who, who've got the cunning to survive in a um, domed city, Cobblestone's about the best one Tommy can think of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you attempt to scry on Cobblestone. You hand the description over to Vathrun and he tries to focus upon it. And nothing happens. Oh. Ooh. Is that because of the dome or... Because he's okay. Dead. Even dead people have been able. We've been able. To we've been able to scry on dead people. Yes. Um, so, what about did, somebody else in the dome? Yeah. Uh, Who was the potion guy? What about people? somebody might be a bit of a dwarf? They might begin with a V. Interesting fellow. Gosh. Dick totally knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you you might have come across his path once before in a long, long, long time ago. Uh, yeah, okay. Vash, then, if he's still alive. Okay. Um, you try to scry upon Vash, and unfortunately our stabby dwarf friend nets you no result. Last one, then, uh, only because uh, this one's not a thug of sorts. Uh, but it, but would probably def- almost certainly still be in the city uh, if he's still alive. Jessar King. Unfortunately, for the third time, Jesus no connection. Christ. Right. Well, that's that settled it then. So uh, the the, uh, the 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 dome is a Faraday cage for scrying. Hey hey hey! Sorry, don't be I'm not... reading Dick's books. I know he Sorry. taught you to read. No, he didn't fucking teach me to read. Cobblestone taught me to read. <laughs> Dick taught everyone to read. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, he's turned into Rogar. 
<laughs> well, he hasn't. He's turned into Dick Fate, which is just a different side of Bunkle. Uh, <laughs> really not that different, love. Really different. He's a little bit different. He's not inherently evil. He's just a twat. <laughs> um, that is exactly true. <laughs> right, Sophia's dad. If you want to oh, go with that, uh, this, this is our okay. character. I'm, I'm no, just no, going no, through no, what, we, what we had. No, no, no. Listen, we're going to go with Rogar next. What's Thurga? Who's he? Why did I write that down? That's the place. That's the uh, place in it. Oh yeah, Thurga no, um, is our uh, dwarf friend who oh. flew off with Valman. Oh yeah. We know fuck all about him, but presumably he's in. He's where Valmin is, and so so t- Tommy's going to kind of go. Well, so the reason I'm kind of I want to find out a bit more about Valmin is because I think whatever he's working on that Doomsday device, if we can get that on our side, plus obviously getting my uh, my mate back, but if we can get whatever he's working on and get Valmin set up with a workshop in our fortress, we could produce some serious scary shit that might help us. What did, he, what did we call? What did he call it? It was it was it the Iron Drake he was working on. Was that it, or am I thinking of something else? It's a uh, three-headed mechanical dragon. Exactly. So Tommy's starting to, th- starting to think now about the facts. Well, about his vision of this giant hand coming up to crush our fortress. Thinking about all the things that we're facing and the fact that right now there are effectively five of us, if we include. Um, our dwarven friend and our robotic friend and an emaciated giant who's going to be um <laughs> scrying for us we don't have we, we've got like maybe five guards and have some a, a bunch of civilians that didn't leave uh, we're not we're not exactly got an army to face what's coming up against us so we're starting to think of potential allies and potential people we could get to help us I and, still think we should just go and get eaten by the dragon. Well, yeah, but if we can, if we can get the dragon on side, that would be amazing. Maybe not as a proper ally or friend, even, but as a kind of, if, you know, enemy of my enemy. Man, will you help us? Yeah, or, or 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 can we can we count on you to be neutral towards us mm. and fight against the same people we're fighting against? Mm. We're not asking for any kind of like written blood alliance or anything we're literally just saying you know enemy of my enemy not, and not we ride your back yeah no although that would be fucking awesome and the alternative and the other thing i'm thinking of is a giant three-headed iron dragon on our side would also be pretty sweet i mean we could put a lot of stuff on this list matt that would we still can't get them <laughs> no well those are things that might potentially be within reach because if we can get to Valman and get what he's working on, and also we've got a we've got a ship now, if we can get Valmin to tool up some guns on it, I mean we could get your dad, like Bal. <laughs> uh, like he's not my dad, and even if he was, that's <laughs> that's that's not a really an achievable solution. We could ask your devils if you want, Sophia, oh, but again, <laughs> that's oh, not perhaps something we want to work with. I forgot about that. Yes, yes, yes. Let's let's jump out of the frying pan and into the fire. I can see the face you're pulling, Uncle. No. <laughs> hey, take allies where you can get them. <laughs> um, oh my God! Why are we not doing this? <laughs> um, actually, that's th- thinking back a sec though. Um, talking of devils and demons and things. Uh, what about the Hell Knight Karnak? Should we have a look in on him? Didn't we just do that when we looked at Ansir? No, we got a flickering of what... Yeah. It might be interesting to see what he's planning to do, because his plans may be coming up against the Giants, because he's not working on the same side as them, is he? Nope. Oh, you, again, thinking the enemy of my enemy? Well, uh, yes, but even less so. Like, there is no fucking way in hell Tommy's going to make a pact with him. Mm. But but if we can convene, convene for him to be against the same people we're against at the same time, that would be pretty useful. Or we can hire him to actually kill Rogar this time instead of... I mean, I don't think you hire him. <laughs> As I say, you, you can't I mean, really hire a hell knight, can he's, you? He's, he's not a fucking Uber. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, Rogar had the gold. Yeah. Um there's there's a lot of things Rogar that would have been useful to know about or have. Um particularly as you knew you were going to your death as well and you still didn't fucking give him up. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> oh, I um, I genuinely thought I was gonna win though. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> also blame Rogar for the uh, the King in Yellow book ending up with Kurt as well. Man, we can blame Rogar for so many things. Um, yes, you really can. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. But um... I would prefer <laughs> to blame this... Bunkle. This is <laughs> I mean... what happens when you let the evil guy like go free. <laughs> well. Yes. No, you were that evil, dude. That's the thing. That's the thing. We we we. I got your best friend and mentor killed. Yeah. Fact, no, technically I killed him, and then I sang a song about it. <laughs> I mean, How he wasn't subtle. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, fact number one is that yes, but we didn't. We, we kind of, it's very difficult when you make apathetic characters to kind of give a shit. Um, <laughs> none, of us, none of us were exactly good. So none of us were particularly up for opposing you. We were just kind of being strung along by the conveniences of what was happening. And two, yeah, but we could have killed you and then it would have been really boring for the pod. So, <laughs> so on, the, on the flip side, you kind of want to see where these things go. And it turns out you killed yourself. So uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't have to lift a finger. We got to use the boat. We yeah. Went. We got to stay friends to the end until you became a dragon, and then we're going to kill you. But now we can kill you because it's not technically your character. Yeah, it's all good. No, I, th- I, th- I think Cookson's going to make you kill yourself. That feels like feels right. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> That's just me. But anyway, back to yeah, Hell Knight Karnak. Ring seems. Seems someone we should probably check in on. I mean, if, it'd be nice if we knew anyone in his inner circle because going straight to him may be risky. But can we just go to like Rogar first? Dragon Rogar. Mm. Yeah. All right. Dragon Rogar. Okay. Go for Dragon Rogar first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's bring uh, up Dragon Rogar's wisdom saving throw. It's quite high actually. So disadvantage. Are going to start calling him Drogar? Um, <laughs> we're straying into Game of Thrones territory a little bit. <laughs> so I rolled a natural 17. Ow. Now, that gives him a 26. Let's let's check in the negatives here. So you're certainly familiar with him, so that's minus 5. Very. Do any of you have a likeness or picture, a possession or garment, or a body part of this? Uh, I gave, gave I, me, uh, yeah, uh, the shield. I gave him both stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gave me stuff. Which stuff, yeah, sorry? He, went, he gave us a shield. Can you remember when he went to... The Dreamlands. We were off? Yeah, the Dreamlands. He got a load of shit and he, he divvied it out to us. Like a nice right. man. Do you have items of his possessions? Yes. Yes. So that's another minus four, which actually brings him down to 17. Which unfortunately means he still passes because the DC for the crystal ball is 17. We don't have like a body part, do we? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think any of us kept any of the body parts that he lost. I think it was just the hand anyway, wasn't it? Damn it, we... I have a bit of Solara's hair. I could have made her lose a bit more. Damn it. Yeah, but you already spied on her like in a very creepy way for a partner. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least a partner from that side. <laughs> Yeah. No. He still passes, so, does he? Yeah, unfortunately okay. then he passes and you are unable to lock on to him. Sad times. And no dragon regard again us. in twenty four hours. I don't think we want to wait that long. I don't think we want to wait that long. So Karnak or do we want to play go for a safe one first? Who's a safe one? Well you da- you're down to two. We're looking at Karnak. Yeah. And Maximilian Landon. Well, That's I'm thinking, I'm thinking the Moran Hall um, because of as he's a giant, I don't think he's going to have the same kind of protections against okay. being screwed upon. Uh, it, it seems like the safest of the three. 
Yeah. I mean, we we could do the other two giants while we're at it, and then and then finish off with the dangerous ones um, to give Cooks in a nice um, cliffhanger ending for the episode where I we don't we know. Didn't if... have to get through to Morrenhall, to be fair, because I we don't know. Him, we though. don't know him. Does um, Valthrun know? Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, Valthrun knows of him. He has nothing in his possession of his, so he has heard of the target. So that would be second-hand knowledge which unfortunately means the target gets a plus five to their modifier. It's worth a go, isn't it? Yeah, and we'll try the other two, um, whether or not this one succeeds anyway, just to try and find a little bit more about the um, about them, giants. So with disadvantage, Marnhole rolls 15, but with only second-hand knowledge, that converts to a 20. Unfortunately, you can't get a lock on Marnhole. That is a shame. Yes. How about Lord Ulfgar, the Fire Lord? Okay, let's try Ulfgar. Oh, rolled much worse. Um, again, only second-hand knowledge. All right, so he gets a 10 total, which means he fails. Okay. No, so, the Fire Lord is. Yes, the room around you shifts, and all of a sudden you are face-to-face with a massive giant with hair that is quite literally a flame you see molten just magma running through his body this giant is beyond what a regular fire giant looks like this giant embodies flame itself he's wearing a rather well massively crafted heavy black iron armor you see a huge sword strapped across his back Really, for him, it's probably more of a long sword. For you guys, it's uh, more than triple your size. This uh, giant is monstrous. First fire giant I think you guys have ever seen, in fact. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe of the size of this lad. He is an absolute unit. And he is sat at a large circular table. And to get his surface thoughts, he is frustrated and a bit angry, and you hear him bellow out, Why must we continue to wait? Surely we have gathered enough here now. Why do we delay the campaign? And you hear a voice from outside the censor's range come back. Patience, Firelord. We will move soon enough. I'm really waiting for the signal from my allies. Patience is all we ask for. As you hear that guy, ship to that guy. (laughs) No! Yes! (laughs) As you hear the uh, slightly uh, whispered and sickening voice of Melkorak. From just outside your vision. Who is that guy? That sounds important. Uh, do we? What do we know about him? Because Rogar knew about him. Uh, you know about him. Somewhat lighter details than Rogar did. You know he's a member of the Illuminated. You uh, saw, you saw him. him murder quite easily one of the guys who came after you, Menderax. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I remember that. You saw he had a tortured and bound devil that he was using to teleport around and he had a rather weird alien looking creature that looked to be in charge of the Yugoloths. I'm going to I'm going to fill um Mr. Fate in on that information before we do anything rash. Dick thinks we should still try and square on him. We may be in for another unpleasant time then. He's just a man. But he'll have that thing in his head as well. Interesting. I would wager. And it may not enjoy us being back. It sounds like it needs to learn to enjoy some dick. (laughs) I think it's already had a taste, mate. And it loves it. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Because any time there's a dick joke to be made in this podcast... Someone has to make it. So, yes to the scrying gun. Fucking hell. 
All right then. Well, so you're going to break this scry early and immediately swap to Melkor. What do we, do? Do we want to push deeper into his thoughts? I I I would like to push deeper into his thoughts first before we. Yeah, there's, there's no break point, because we can't go back. So. And the and the and the, and, and fireman seems not to be too protruded by our presence. Until we're noticed, or we fail. Well, yeah, there's that. So I just want to check one thing. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, as you're looking at the fire lord and you hear Melkorak's voice, you then hear him go, "Ah, oh, it appears we have a guest." Sever. And uh, yeah, okay. If you want to tell him to sever before anything else happens, sure. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. We we don't need to. Um... No, let's do this. Ah, oh, no. No, I, f- I feel like I feel like we kn- we know we know there are war. <laughs> no, uh, we know there are a war council, and um, we also know uh, scary bad men. Ah, uh, yeah. No, we we are we we have we have been burnt twice already by prying too deep. I think let's let's we we've got other scary people to go into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you also Dick, learnt Dick, that. Uh, Dick needs to penetrate he, their thoughts. Sorry, carry on. He does. <laughs> uh, yeah, you also learnt that either he or someone in the else in the room or something protecting the room could see your scrying. So that's never good. Yep. Yeah, it might there not have been. It might not have been him actually. True. He ju- he just said, ah, I see, as if. The, so yeah, it might have been the Yugo off because that yeah. that was psychic, wasn't it? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You don't yeah, know. I, th- I, th- I feel I feel like anything that can attack us back, I, I I don't fancy it yet again. And Tommy does not want to be bitch slapped through the void. Um, <laughs> right. We have two more names then, and unless we want to do. We don't know if she's in the same room, do we? The other giant. Um, oh, that's right. You the, don't the, know. You only have a very brief bit of conversation. Yeah. I mean, we could we could we could we could scry and then dip out if it turn, if we just rock up in the same room. What do you guys think? Or are we just playing with fire then? Um, Why I mean, we scryed on a guy who was happy and who was good looking. Scry <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I mean that's 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 pretty much the idea, yeah. Scry on everybody we've ever met. There there is actually another name, but let's let's do her first. There is one more name after this that's not that we've not said yet. Oh my god, you have too many friends. We don't. We have too many enemies. We've been doing this pod for a very long time. <laughs> um right, yes. Okay, so we let's let's hook up the Everqueen Vestra and see if we can even spot what the fuck she's up to. Because we may not. Because we know fuck all about her. That's true. Uh, well, first, then, let's do her save. Why the name Vestra was written. I was like, I don't know who that is. There is no context. I see. I, I provide context. I'm king context. King context. <laughs> in this in this one very, very specific thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, with disadvantage, I rolled two 18s. So, uh, I'm afraid... Not going to be catching up with her today. Okay, the, the other name before we get to the big scaries, which may also be a big scary, is The Watcher. Ooh. One of the Watchers. She's in a dome. She might be. She might also also not be because they were trying to get out before we... I was thinking did. of Fate Weaver Disorn. The Fate Weaver? Hmm. Yeah? I don't know why. It's just another name that's not so far back <laughs> in my book. Do you? Do we know anything about the Watcher? Do we even know her name? We don't know her name. No. Do we? Do we know it? Would that be enough? Uh, which one are you talking about? Their leader or the one that you hung out with? But the, the leader. Okay, I'd say that's you'd count as first-hand knowledge with her. Yeah, met the target, so she gets yeah. a modifier plus or minus. Not, not, not the one that Tommy has a bit of a crush on, because hmm. unfortunately, I mean, he he does kind of want to, but he also doesn't want to like do it in front of everyone else. Oh yeah! Not like that. <laughs> I j- I just just mean he's, he's it, it makes him feel a little bit um. Horny. No, just just a bit embarrassed. That's all. Um, Stage fright. <laughs> <fuck off. laughs> um. <laughs> 
Oh, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So yes, the watcher lady. Not not the hot one. Okay. Um, I have rolled her save, and with a natural one, she uh, fails. So yeah, who watches the watcher now? Huh. So we shift, and suddenly you're in a very dark room with a single spot of light and you see the woman that you recognize as the leader of the watchers stood in the middle of the light she is dressed similar to how you saw her previously the only change here is that she seems to have some sort of eye patch of sorts covering that strange rather evil looking eye that you saw that she has she stood at least as far as you can see from the sensor completely alone but then you hear a voice speak out of the darkness towards her. How could you let this happen? It is is catastrophic. I left you there, fully trusting that this would never happen. She scoffs, and you can sense from her an easy read of her thoughts that she is a bit angry, a bit um, tired, you're getting a bit of a sense of fed up of this shit sense from her as she uh, looks around in the darkness and goes it was not my fault this happened I have told you this countless times and considering how forgiving I was at your own failures well do we want to go through that again huh how you let the Nexus Infernum get stolen huh is that what we want to go through? Are we dragging up old history now? Fine. Fine. The city was lost on my watch, but I cannot be everywhere. We did not know what they were planning, and that is a failure. But you have no right to reprimand me. I did what I could, and will continue to do so. The moment you are done with this pointless line of questioning. I've told you everything I know. Let's just move on. The voice from the shadows goes quiet. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to push into her thoughts any further? Um, a little. Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Unfortunately, she is able to resist your delving into her mind, um, which causes a reaction from her in the room to say, really, you don't trust my answers? That's That's what you're going to do now? Why not get a paladin down here and lock me in some sort of circle of truth? It's better than reading my thoughts. That ends up with quite a confused conversation between her and whomever is speaking to her from the shadows, as they deny such magics as the vision fades. You just hmm. get that little snippet. Who was that? The Next book? It's Infernum. Where have we heard that before? Whose book is that? I used to know what that was. So One of us. Yep. It doesn't anymore. Rogar. Nope. No, Rogar knew what, what it was. Dick knew what it was. Did you? Dick knew what it was. But Dick decided to erase it. No, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it happened. <laughs> it happened uh, during the dragon fight then. Yeah, so Dick, I mean, when that, that name comes up, you get like a little itchy feeling in the back of your head, but uh, you just kind of scratch yourself a little bit and dismiss it because nothing comes to mind there. You've never heard of such a thing. Yep. Was that when you would when you would Dick Dick? Or was that when you would Dick under the influence? Dick Dick. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Nothing we can do about that. <laughs> Might have been useful. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Yeah, those listening along at home, the Nexus Infernum was the item that the party were chasing after that uh, had been stolen by some sort of Shadow Kai Kai elf. And uh, you never knew where it was stolen from, but you do know it tore a hole through reality and let a void dragon drop in on the, uh, the situation. And it also melted the elf that stole it. Very dangerous item, and no one really knew where it ended up after Kren took it. Mm, but who had it first? Oh, well... Did that... that the yeah. elves giving it as a gift. That's why we were... No, that was yeah. the... that was Yeah. The envoy. They were trying to give us a gift. 
So, um, yeah, yeah, it was arranged that um, Elistra had set up some sort of trade of gift with the elves to establish some sort of alliance, and it seems the item had been stolen during that whole situation. Which, oh. uh... to be fair, I wanted to like to forget all of these little threads because so many of them. <laughs> well, see, Elistra, I think, is one that's closed now. She's gone. I think she's we gone? can pretty much... I believe so. We, she did. We... Yeah. She did, is she? Okay, sorry. I thought... Yeah. yeah. Do you remember we killed her? But, I mean, I think, I think anything to do with her in that sense is gone. Wait a minute. It's... We didn't kill her, did we? The turtle. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't know she's dead, but, but we, we, also, we, we, did, we did meet her and she promised to bug her off. Yes, that's true. And and for our for our intents and purposes, we believe she has. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Solara was asleep through all of that, wasn't she? Well, so she, she was. Remember. She 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 was. Yeah. Solara was there, but she she would she would remember some of it, but she doesn't remember anything. So. Yeah. Um. So let's. So so you 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 said um uh, Chloe messaged me a second ago with um the A man. But I don't. I think that's even more scary. I'm not sure yeah, if that's, that's more. Yeah, that's why I was like, let's let let's not. Uh, I mean, is 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 uh, on, on on a scale is 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 Azrahi more scary to square on than Sophia's dad? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so so let's so on, on that that effectively means that uh, Sophia's dad is the better choice. Or was this? Who else was there? Uh. That's it now, I think. Dun Steve, Rogar, David, Cobblestone, your dad. I mean, you can do if you want. Moran Hall, Fast, oh. Sophia, Dad, um, Azrahim. I mean, fate, we were disowned, but I don't really. Nah. Tommy's dad. Tommy's and dad? Then, and, and then Sophia's dad. Okay. Tommy's dad. And I'll stop looking through my book for more people. I mean, I mean, it's kind of yeah. I hope hope this isn't boring anyone of our listeners, but there is just so many threads to pull on mm. that it's really kind of just opening up all the people we've met in the past and be like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. It's you know, I mean, I guess, I guess it's this is basically the equivalent of Facebook stalking. Mm. To be fair, it might be nice to see what works up to, but um, maybe the sooner we just piss off out of here, the sooner we'll find out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're scrying on a dude who's just outside. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. My my dad, Sophia's dad. Uh, Dick, is there anyone from your past <laughs> <laughs> that you could recall? Like, like, what's your mum up to these days? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're yeah. a half orc. Which 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 way round is that? Is that like a? Have you got a, an orc mum or an orc dad? Dick never went into that in his backstory. <laughs> or, or are you um, both of your parents half orcs? Huh? Huh? Ah, uh, yeah, that's uh, true. Because who be. has sex with an orc? Well, I mean, the orcs are pretty honourable, and and it, I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking it might be quite funny if it turns out that your your dad is one of the orcs we've already met, <laughs> or your mum is. Oh, Dick would not know because Dick did not write that in his backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you will are are you wielding the um the axe of Clan Ogrish secretly um being the true heir? Mm. Uh, That'd be funny as hell. I don't, I don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or are you the mortal enemies of Clan Ogrish? Who knows? Dick not know. Dick. Dick just with clan, dick like clan. Okay. That's what Dick wrote. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's a there's another thread for another day. Um we yes, uh Tommy's dad. Tommy's dad. Tommy's dad. Uh okay. We could try. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's let's be clear here. We're not trying. To, it should 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 the answer be Baal? There, we're not trying to scry on Baal. Um, <laughs> we're trying to scry on the man that Tommy believes to be his dad. Maybe uh, you yes. say Baal Like I say, <laughs> do you want to scry on Baal? I mean, we're ramping it up here. We've already scryed on the Whispering Man, and <laughs> that didn't go well. 
far more powerful than Baal. Yes, he is, but he, 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 yes, but Baal might be more annoyed. Um, <laughs> Do you know what Bane's up to? Just like, how pissed off are you at Roga? <laughs> you, ben, you want to kill a dragon? <laughs> um, yeah. well, if you could do a quick, quick conversion. Yeah. <gasps> Let's go see Kellen Vaughan. Let, let's stop this now. Yeah. Every, every single deity. Yeah. Let's yeah. just let, let's scroll on the DM whose mind this entire world comes from. What are you up to, Cookson? Uh, I'm just kind of sitting there. Uh, okay. Um, unfortunately, as Vathrun attempts to focus on the description that you give of your father, the man you've seen with a natural 17, he resists. You do not get a vision. Okay, then. Let's uh, let's finish up. If no one has, yeah, we're gonna die. If if no one has any objections, let's go and check in on the man himself. He's not that scary. He's a little kitten. He's not as scary as the Whispering Man. So you know, everything after that is uh, (laughs) no, not quite as bad. We're doing Sophia's dad, Maximilian. Yep. And then the Starspawn. (laughs) <laughs> what's he up to these days uh, no, no, none of us are, none of us are aware of the star spawn or, or of anyone that Rogar met in the dreamlands oh. unfortunately because it'd be really interesting to find out what some of those are up to like um, what's, what's, what's the um, what's the guy that's, that's, that's also a spaceship um, Matthias Matthias yes, that's Matthias. it Matthias we're still yeah. waiting for him hmm yeah, like what's 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 he up to? We don't know because we don't know who he is. Um, All right, okay. So you focus on Maximilian Landron, and uh, with a natural four, uh, <gasps> he fails the save. No, so, he's in for that. So your vision around you changes to um, a reasonably sized and quite well laid out wooden room. You think, from past experiences, that this is some sort of cabin on a ship. Probably the captain's quarters, or whatever nicest quarters he could afford. Probably his own personal ones, given that your father is incredibly rich. This is probably his own ship. In fact, you can see um, a lot of things you recognize from your father's office scattered around here. He's traveling the light. You see him sat at the large wooden desk. Quite an imposing piece of craftsmanship, and he is looking at a book, carefully studying the pages. And as you are close enough to him with the sensor, when he closes the book, you can see what is written upon it. And it is a book called Dealing with the Fae, a guide to deals and trades with creatures from the Fae Wild. He pushes it to one side, stands up, and you get his surface thoughts as he was reading this book. He's quite dismissive. Nothing he didn't already know. Waste of money. That's He's just dismissing the whole thing. He stands up and you see his full, quite regal bearing. He's wearing quite a long, dark black and red robe. Very richly dressed underneath. Very much still the Varadin noble. He's not wearing his mask currently, and you can see his neatly trimmed grey beard, his slightly salt and peppery hair that's pulled back at the moment. He gets up from the desk and walks towards the door as the sensor follows him, and he walks out onto the deck of a ship, an actual ship, not an airship. You can see that he's sailing somewhere. Do you want to push further into his thoughts, or leave it as this? Um, further? Come on, guys, further. Further? Fuck it, we're here, we're here. In for a penny, in for a pound, let's do it. It's not my dad. Dick concurs. Further. Rolling, 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 rolling. Okay. Uh, right, save. Oh, natural one. Uh, he's not doing well today. So, he pushed further into his thoughts and you get what's directly on his mind right now. You hear him thinking, I do hope Wilm hasn't miscalculated. Chartering this ship was difficult enough. 
but all will be lost if its protections aren't properly in place. Getting to Teatris is more difficult than I expected, but soon, hmm, if all goes to plan, I'll step foot on dry land. That's what you get. Mm. He's on his way to Vampire Island. Yeah, where, the, where his son is. And yeah. he seems quite concerned with getting there, which does strike you as quite odd. I mean, it looks like he's just sailing in a pretty nice-looking boat. I'm not certain what Willem, which uh, Sophia you would recognize is his uh, arcanist, is basically uh, his personal wizard, has done something to the ship to allow him to get there, but you don't know what it is. So I'm guessing this island probably isn't somewhere you just, like, stumble across when you're sailing across the seven seas. Interesting how he's, why he's sailing and not flying there as well. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Lots to think about. Hmm. We don't want to go any further, do we? Can we go further? No one's uh, thoughts now. That, that's that's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Um. Well. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like there's not a lot to say really because it's like all, all, all we're doing now is just thinking about things and trying to fit um like jagged pieces of puzzle together in our minds. Right. So let's. Go give the dragon her babies. Let's get the ship. Let's go home. Let's spend some money. Then let's go save your boy. Yes. Yes. Anybody disagree with this plan? No. Let's do it. Okay. So we're leaving the room and we're going to have bathroom take you guys as far as he can to the ship. Yeah, we're going to gonna um, palm him a, the, the, our sending stone because um, we left one with... Um, Oh, uh, my blank dwarf. Rurik. Oh, Rurik. Rurik. Rurik's got our other sending stone at the moment because it was in case we need to. Co- he needed to contact us to warn us of anything, and vice versa. So we'll, we'll give him the one that we've still got. Okay. And, so yep. And is there anything else we want to pick up from in here? We've got every, we've got all the loot, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Then let's go. Are you sure, you don't want to go to the A man. Azrahim? Yeah, because, like, I mean, Maximilian was piss easy. Yeah, he was, but, like, Azrahim, I, I think not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what if we, 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 we got bitch slapped by Kurt, let's, um. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Let, let's not, let's not push our luck. I don't think there's anybody else we need to see. Um, or if there is and we're kicking ourselves later, then so be it. Well, okay. Interventional cable uh, wraps up and <laughs> to uh, go get your ship. So yes, Bathroon accepts the sending stone as he agreed to, and he takes you to a large staircase worked into the stone of the mountain. It starts to lead you up, and you actually climb for quite a while. Uh, you're very deep into the mountain, possibly even under the earth at this point. Um, so you climb up for a good couple of hours, giving you guys time to, you know, digest and think about all the things you uh, witnessed, until eventually you walk into a large cavern. The bathroom stops just a little bit before that and says, "This is as far as I can take you." Well, uh, thanks for all your help. Yeah, uh, you pretty, uh, pretty decent lad. Uh, I'm sorry if our paths, if our path takes us to in conflict with giants. Uh, you've been a true gent, and I doff my cap to him. He nods and goes, I fear greatly what may have become of my people. I worry that they are under malign influences. Perhaps some can be saved if the truth is revealed to them. He shakes his head and goes, if you are going to Ganaran, at least in my day, it was well defended. I do not know what the ravages of time may have done, but be careful. If they are using it as their new base of operations, resurrecting the old capital, I expect it will not be easy to assault, even with the speed I am granting you. And then he sort of bids you all farewell, and he will start walking back down towards the shrine. I'm gonna gonna turn and raise my hand like Indiana Jones to the um, last Templar at the end of um, <laughs> the Last Crusade. <laughs> I'm 
guessing if he ever wanted to scry on us, we've just given him a sending stone. So that'll do, right? He can speak, but currently he can speak to Rorik, but he can uh, possibly scry on you guys relatively easily as well. He's okay. Now familiar with you all, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we 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 could we could get him to scry on us and be like, "Yo, dude, what 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 is this we're seeing?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What this? Yeah. Okay, so you guys presumably head up into the cavern to see your new ship, and I am going to share a picture with you all. Ooh. 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 So, resting within the cavern is a large, though you think maybe for giants it was a little bit small, you get the impression that for Othrin this was quite a, a sleek scouting ship. That he could jump between the planes when he needed and get in and out very quickly. But for you guys, it's quite an impressive size airship. You can see um, that it has multiple levels, likely uh, living quarters on top. It seems the only thing in the design that's a little bit unique, however, is that it has these large struts sticking from all four sides of it. But you can still faintly see a crackle of magic looping around it in a circle. You imagine this is probably how it manages to jump between the dimensions. It's uh, currently painted uh, a bit of a faded red and gold motif. It's, well, it'll be yours to customize when you have time, of course. Wow. Sweet. Got some hot rod red thrown in there. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Interplanetary travel. Interplanar tree travel, rather. Yeah. That's fucking sweet. So, let's. How does uh, it work? We just jump on and it works, or is there a crew? What do we do? Let's get on it. Please. Let's get on it. Press the big fucking red button. Okay, to save the dwarf on outside. Yeah, and visit a dragon. Yes, between yeah. babies. Yes. Cool. Right, let's uh, let's hop on board and have a little look around. Then I guess and find out where the control room is. And to give you guys a bit of an idea of scale, it's an airship is about 80 foot in length and about 20 foot in width. It can probably crew of humans, about 20 people with 10 passengers, and it can carry about a ton in cargo. Right, we're becoming merchants. Awesome. <laughs> yes, we're going we're gonna to trade. We're gonna <laughs> That's it. We're going back to drug dealing again. Yes. <laughs> Uh, right. Cool. Uh, yes. Awesome. So, so I'm guessing there's some rooms on there, some quarters, and there's there's a control room. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think the first thing you guys will do is start checking out the uh, the main control quarters and like where you would direct the ship from. Uh, mm-hmm. You see a bunch of controls that with a bit of time studying. I think Dick is now smart enough to figure out how to run this thing. Reasonable efficiency. <laughs> yes. Um, uh. One thing you do see, however, that is uh, of interest to all of you, is a large um, map that is laid out in the middle of this uh, big kind of like command center. Except it's not a regular map. In fact, it is a map of all the planes, or at least the common ones. And I'm going to show it to you all. Ooh. Ooh. Very good. Ooh. And... As you stare at the uh, the elemental planes, the material planes, you notice that they seem to shift and move just a little bit, almost as if there's magic worked into this map. And you do notice that the plane of fire seems to be shaded quite a dark, shadowy color. Not completely gone, but almost shadowed out, not completely uh, removed from the map. You can look at the shadow fell as well, and you see a similar effect, except that one, it's almost like it's moving and writhing. It looks weird. And you see the plane of Earth is starting to dim. It's not quite as bad as the plane of fire, yes. But things are afoot. And uh, I think as you all stare with a little bit of horror at this uh, living map, I think that's where we'll end the episode. Buggery. Yeah. Oh dear. I mean, like we're heroes, but what 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 do we do against this? I think we have to start thinking seriously about plans that 
of course, will completely go tits up. Yeah. But yes. Bloody hell. Dick's the pilot. Yeah, I think we should get him one of those little pilot hats, you know, with the goggles. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Though it might mess up my makeup. That's true. You can just keep re- reapplying it when you take that half. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you wish to support the show, check us out on patreon.com slash gtmp. There you can see a bunch of uh, goodies at various tier levels, but all of them get access to our early release episodes. So if you're uh, hankering for the next episode, you get it a week early. Otherwise, if you want to chat to us, we're on Twitter, and I am at TreasonNo, and my players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, all at Gunpowder Treason No Plot, where there's information, details, links to things, all that fun stuff. And I will uh, hand you over to my co-hosts to say their own goodbyes. <laughs> Hello, my name is Dick Fate. In fact, Professor Dick Fate, the (laughs) agony ant for Varadin. This week, I have a question from Will. Dear Dick, I'm from West Philadelphia, born and raised. On the playground is where I spent most of my days, relaxing and doing some other things. And then my wife went and cheated on me. And um, some guy made a joke about her, so I slapped him. And now the whole world is like up in arms. And, you know, I just, you know, I kind of, you know, I told him, you know, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. But it made, I had to do it because I had to make her happy somehow. What was it? Was I in the wrong? Dear Will. Dude, you've got pitchy at the end there. <laughs> it's, it's not exactly like within my regular range. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Chris Rock's face out your fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> right, Matt, roll a guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold up. Did you put them away? Uh, no, they're here. I just put them back in their little baggie because um, plastic crack needs to be kept in little tiny baggies. Uh, that's a nine and a one, 91. Ooh, right, let's find 91. It is a vicious weapon. When you roll a 20 on an attack roll with this magical weapon, the target takes an extra seven damage of the weapon's type. That is it. Nice. Yeah, you guys have I seen know. one of those. Really? You have that. Uh, Lorik left one in the uh, mausoleum that you guys found answer in when you found his hidden little serial killer room. And we and didn't take it. Was it was a spear, and I think Rogar used it for a bit, and then he gave it up for Eclipse. Ah, uh, that, was, that was his spear. And I think he gave it to Steve, who may have <laughs> done Fucking something else with it. Steve! Yep, yep, I did, I did. Oh, oh. Wasn't it a glaive? Was it a glaive? That was a glaive. That was it. Yes. Glaive. Yeah. Was glaive. Yeah. The yes. glaive. Spunking Steve. Yeah. It's gone through the hands of three different mass murderers. Truly a vicious weapon. <laughs> it's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, as for that little trip down memory lane, uh, we'll see you all in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. I'm Emily. I'm Erica. And we're your new best friends, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Listen to Grow Out of It every Sunday to make fun of us, as all best friends should, while we read our old creative writing from our childhoods. There's a first time for everything, the magnified voice <laughs> replied. Mm-hmm. My name is Morgus, and I will destroy you. <laughs> Classic Morgus. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen. 
Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.